Podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of innovation, education, and of course, Fenway Park, this is TI Clergy Corner, a weekly podcast that brings you timely, insightful, and impactful weekly sermons. In this episode, we'll hear a live recording of Rabbi Dan Slipikoff's Arab Rosh Hashanah sermon delivered in the family service on Sunday, September 29, 2019, entitled, The World is Yours. Shana Tova. Well, we've been doing so much better than that. Shana Tova. Better, better, better. I am really excited to be here in this room right now tonight. On Rosh Hashanah, we take another big step forward in time as we look ahead and we plan for the future. So on this first night of 5780, it is my honor to speak directly to the future. Yes, you, you. We are one step closer to a world which will be led by you. Think about that. When the Israelites were gathered at Mount Sinai, getting ready to receive Torah, God said to them, before I hand over this sacred, treasured scroll, what promise do I have that you will live by the rules and the values within it? Who will be your guarantors? Who will promise that you will honor the teachings of Torah? The Israelites shouted out, our ancestors, and God responded, that, that's not good enough. They've already come and gone. The Israelites shouted out, our prophets. God said, no, they're too exclusive. My Torah will be a blessing for all peoples. The Israelites thought about it a little bit harder. And they offered up our children. And God said, yes, your children will be guarantors of this covenant between us and their children to follow. And with that promise in place, God shared Torah with the Israelites, and we still read it today and pass it down to our children. It's a little crazy, right? This is like having your baby sister sign your permission slip for something at school. She might be a baby now, but I assure you, she will be an outstanding individual sometime down the line. This story comes with a lot of responsibility. Parents in the room, can you imagine putting up your kids as collateral in any situation? You would A, need to make sure that you were prepared to uphold your end of the bargain. And B, you'd need to make sure that they were ready to uphold their end of the agreement. And children in the room, you might have heard that your parents think the world of you, And this story really drives that home. Think, they think so very highly of you that they entrust you with the future. How does it feel to be given a huge responsibility that you might not have signed up for? How does it feel to know that the fate of our future is in your hands? It could be a little intimidating, but also it's it's kind of exciting, isn't it? That last bit might have been a trick question because, after all, we are all somebody's children. So parents and grandparents in the room, this is your when I was your age moment. When you were their age, the young person next to you, what type of world did you inherit? What was wonderful and what was challenging? And as you think about this, think also about the path you're preparing for your children. 
given how the world looks now, what do you want to carry forward, and what do you want to change for the better? The same question to the young people in the room. How do you see the world today? What's wonderful? What's challenging? What excites you? On Rosh Hashanah, it's known as Hayom Harat Olam, the day the world was created. We talked about it earlier. So I ask you this, what is the world that you want to create for the future? Take a couple moments. Like we said, we'll be having a lot of conversations in 5780. Take a few moments with your family and share your responses of how you want the future to be. What can you do to transform the world? And what can you do to make a difference in the year to come? Take a few moments. Turn to the person next to you. That intergenerational hum of ideas and aspirations to the future is one of the sweetest sounds I can imagine. And I'm really glad we're getting the new year started this way. And I really hope that this conversation continues outside of these doors. But for now, I'm going to draw you back in and offer you perhaps some inspiration from some of our biblical heroes on some different approaches that you can use to make an impact in the world. Here's a story about our forefather, Abraham. When he was a young boy, he worked in his father's idol shop where people would come in and buy statues to pray to. Abraham, he was Avram at the time, took a look at this idol worshiping practice and decided, Lotov, this is not a good thing. He took a club or an ax and he smashed every idol in that shop to smithereens. And as the story goes, it was this moment that God took notice of Avram and decided that he could be the father of this great nation. In his ability not to settle with what was and to break down what existed, God saw his ability to be a great builder. Our world is full of structures which have already been built. Some of them are great like this synagogue or some schools or some wonderful charities. But some things in our society are like that idol shop. They need to be dismantled. But we can't just smash them. That's only half the story. We need to be ready to build something in its place. Maybe you'll take part in a student protest or find yourself asking a tough question to a politician. Never in my life have I seen more students active and invested in bettering the world. The opportunities are out there to make a huge impact no dream is too big. Or maybe you'd like to be more like our matriarch, Rebecca. Rebecca is first celebrated because of her incredible kindness. At her local well, Rebecca noticed a man and his camels who were suffering with thirst. She not only gave water to the man, she gave water to his camels as well. That's the kindness that goes an extra mile. We live in a world where people are thirsty, hungry, cold, and in danger. And sometimes we look around and we don't see anyone there ready to help them. In these moments, we need to be like Rebecca and rise to the occasion to do the good thing for those in need. As Pirkei Avot teaches us, in a place where there are no good people, 
be a good person. Maybe you'll help another child who's in the hospital or find ways to feed the hungry and house the homeless. No act of care is too small. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Theodore Herzl, who helped found the modern state of Israel, said, if you will it, it is no dream. Rabbi Elaine Zecker says, trust your crazy big idea. We here at Temple Israel truly value and celebrate your voice as the voice of the future. We want to share your ideas about how to make this world a better place, and we want to be a part of making it happen. If you have ideas on how TI or your school or Boston or the whole darn world can change for the better, please tell me, tell the other clergy, tell our teachers and our staff. We are here to listen. We are here to help. We trust you. We believe in you. We're proud of you. And we're excited for you. I want everyone to quickly put your hands on your head. Just like that. May this, may this be a year of new and creative ideas to prepare and improve our world. Now put your hands over your heart. May you spend this new year treating others with love, kindness, and compassion. And now flex. Show off the muscles. May you know that in this new year, you have the strength to build the future you want to live in. I'm excited to see what we have in store. Shana Thanks for listening to TI Clergy Corner. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll visit our website, www.tisrael.org slash clergy corner, which includes resources used by the clergy. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of T.I. Clergy Corner.